Hello, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Ian Castleberry, and I'm a writer, editor, and podcaster. You probably know the podcast part of that triangle now. Thank you for listening and downloading. So do you like that theme music? I kind of feel like I should be wearing a big shoulder jacket, standing behind some electronic drums, and raising my fist in the air. And the crowd raises their fists with me, of course. But yeah, we'll see if it sticks. The music is titled Jupiter's Smile by the 126ers. You can find more of their work on YouTube. Well, we're now Facebook official. I posted what I guess you could say was an official announcement over the weekend, mostly because I didn't want people thinking that this was an April Fool's Day joke. The ribbon was also cut on the podcast's Facebook page. I'm not sure what that's going to be, but I wanted to claim that URL before anybody else did. You know how it is on the internet. You got to protect the brand. So you can find us at facebook.com slash the podcast. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-S. Please give us a like over there. I know I've bugged friends and followers a few times with things to follow and like over the past few years, but I'm just going to ask you to dig deep and click that blue thumb for Uncle Ian one more time. Well, at least until I do something else that I ask you to like. But that Facebook announcement got a surprising response, and I'm really grateful to the friends and followers that showed their support. That goes to you, too, for listening right now. You're all accomplished in your own right, and it means a lot for you to give me your time as I continue to figure out just what the hell I'm doing with writing this podcasting thing and wherever this path leads next. Oh, we're also on Twitter and Instagram, at the podcast. Again, that's P-O-D-C-A-S-S. And that covers the social media side of things. Now i got to work to keep those accounts updated and interesting. I'll do my best. A few people have asked me what this means for the Amusement Park podcast. If you don't know, that's the Geek Culture podcast I do with Chris Cox. We've had a couple of logistical hiccups over the past couple of weeks. Maybe a little bit of philosophical friction, too. But these are normal growing pains. If you're a podcaster, you know it's not just hitting record and talking. We'll be back with a new episode this coming week. As my friend Neil Turritz would say, it's an ongoing process. By the way, Neil has his own podcast, Unduly Noted, with Ryan Beeman, and I appreciate the feedback he's given me. I plan on inviting him over here soon for a chat. He didn't make me say that. But back to this podcast, the podcast. The rhythm of the past week was thrown out of whack for me by an unexpected development. My baby niece hasn't been feeling well and showed symptoms that prompted a trip to the emergency room. And that meant an hours-long wait in the ER. No worries. A bit of concern with my niece that would have been taken care of at the pediatrician or even urgent care had it happened during the day. But no need for concern. My niece is fine. My sister, mother, and I are a bit sleep-deprived, but we're fine. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? But it took six hours before my sister could finally go home. My mother and I were there with her for four hours. Okay, my mother was back in the ER with my sister. I was in the waiting room with, you know, people. Some of them talked way too loud. Others left vending machine bags and wrappers all over the tables and chairs. Hey, there's a wastebasket right there. Some people don't understand that you really shouldn't FaceTime and shared company like an ER waiting room. You've seen them. There was one woman suffering excruciating back pain, based on her moaning and crying, who probably should have been taken back to the ER sooner. 
and I wanted to go through the Silkwood shower after being surrounded by all that coughing and sneezing. A regular shower and doing some laundry was probably enough, though. But germs, man. At some point during my third hour, while my phone's battery was sinking toward 10% charged, I began thinking about an obscure, nearly 25-year-old Saturday Night Live skit called WR. You remember that one? George Clooney was hosting the show during his ER fame, so a parody of the medical drama was a natural idea, and probably a lazy one. This was season 20, February 25th, 1995, if you're a diehard SNL fan and completist. Unfortunately, and normally this might be the thing to vex me the most in a particular week, the skit isn't available on YouTube or Vimeo as far as I can tell, but it is available on NBC's Saturday Night Live website, though not the NBC app as the site claims. I'll include a link in the show notes. But the skit is worth watching just to be reminded of how much time has passed. George Clooney had a full head of brown hair. And look who was in the SNL cast back then. Michael McKean, Chris Elliott, Janine Garofalo, Mark McKinney, and David Spade, Chris Farley, and Adam Sandler were there too. Not a classic group, though some might disagree with Spade, Farley, and Sandler in there, but a lot of talent which made their comedy names elsewhere. And according to Wikipedia, this was Garofalo's last episode as an SNL cast member. Doctor, my wife's in shock, please! She's bleeding! Uh, I'm sorry, sir, there's a few people ahead of you. Oh, hang on this, Mark. I'm sorry, sir, but there's a few people ahead of you. So if you and your wife will just take a seat in the waiting room, we'll be with you in a few hours. It's not a bad parody of ER. The spoofs of each character are pretty good, and the soap opera between Doug Ross and Carol Hathaway, who I think was played by Molly Shannon, is about right. Really, watching the skit again reminded me to go back and watch old episodes of ER, which are on Hulu, I think. But the real bite of the sketch is highlighting the part of ER visits which the series and other medical dramas never show. The waiting. And the waiting room. How did people do this before smartphones? There were no TVs in the waiting room, and the only magazines that weren't hospital literature were Rachel Ray Every Day. Uh, At least I found a nice recipe for chicken sliders. Thanks to the New York Times crossword puzzle app for helping me get through a big chunk of that wait. And of course, I'm just glad everyone is okay. Please send over some feedback at thepodcast at gmail.com. I mentioned all the social media stuff before. At the podcast should have you covered everywhere. We're still waiting to be knighted by iTunes to get each shoulder tapped with their sword. But hopefully that'll be ready by the next show. In the meantime, the podcast is available for listening subscriptions and downloads on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and TuneIn. Besides the podcast accounts, you can also find me on Twitter and Facebook, at IanCast, that's I-A-N-C-A-S-S, and I'm on Instagram at IanCast6873. My photos are excellent. Thank you for listening, and remember... If you get injured or show concerning symptoms, it's probably better to do it during the day when your doctor's office or urgent care is open. No one should have to wait six hours for anything. Well, except maybe an iPhone. Take care, take your vitamins, get enough sleep, and stay hydrated, people. Talk to you soon.